This in was a cool shot. In, I don't care. Uh, in Ultraviolet, there are vampires. Yep. Okay. But they don't explain that until about two thirds of the way through the movie. Why would they? Makes sense. I don't know because it seems to be a major plot point of the movie. I don't understand. Oh, welcome to a poorly a poorly keyed episode. Did we start already? Bowl? Yeah, oh, we did. Snap. Um, this bowl is brought to you by Blue Apron and Movement Why Watches. A box of tissues here. Yeah, that's that's a legacy from last week when I was blowing my nose all the time. Ugh, I, I these it. disappeared and I couldn't find them and apparently they were just wrapped up in the I set. Keep so. Hiding them from him. Thank but he you. Finds them. We have to hide other sponsors. Uh, so you can go to, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping yes. by going to blueapron.com slash soup. And you can get 15% off your entire movement watch order by going to movementwatches.com slash dude soup. That's mvmtwatches.com slash dude soup. Oh man, we got a cool topic for today. Tell me about it. What's that? Boy, I'm excited. Hold on. What's your name? Ourselves? It's the intersection of all things. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm your, your host and MC, master of, of podcasting ceremonies, Lawrence Sontag. Uh, I'm Reverend Horton Heat. Thank you for having he just me. Just read his shirt. <laughs> I am. I just tricked you, Adam. F H. I'm Melissa Williams. I know you want to Bruce here. He couldn't be here today. He wanted to be here. Yeah. He couldn't be. Here. Uh, explain so, why he couldn't be here. He What's made it? a decision. What did to you do? Be here. He's oh, okay. doing some bullshit. No, some my bullshit edit. Um, well, no. I'll I'll tell you what happened. Oh, you're right. Oh, right. So right. we Wise told Bruce tale. that there are comments on videos. Yeah. We originally hid those from him, but yeah. he found a way to read them. Yeah, uh, he got real and mad. And someone said, I think it was something like around the lines of, uh, "I don't like Bruce." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just refuses to do huh. videos. Well, they said, "I think Bruce is funny sometimes." Uh, that was the comment. Yeah. Oh God, it, it just takes so little. <sighs> he's a real stickler. He's now already he's, been, he's been writing that line for so long, and all it took was that little push. Yeah. <laughs> It's unfortunate. Yeah. Fucking. Anyway, we got a we got a great discussion. It's basically the intersection of all things that I love. Okay. Um, virtual reality. Okay. Anime. Okay. And sexual assault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. So, and and I really really like this particular topic because I feel like VR is going to undergo the same sort of arc in public consciousness that video games did in the first place, namely in regards to them being a new level of interactivity and thus causing a new level of moral panic. On that note, uh, there is a article from Engadget which talked about a mini-game in Dead or Alive Extreme that you can play in VR. Um, if you're not aware, let me, let me just punch it up for, you know, academics sake, shall we? Okay. Uh, Dead or Alive Extreme is an offshoot of the Dead or Alive fighting game, which has big titty ladies. The extreme version is mostly them playing volleyball in a bunch of mini-games where you feed them strawberries mm-hmm. and give them presents. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a girlfriend simulator. Except they don't cry. You don't have to do the dishes. And Zach's there. Sorry. They want it. Yeah, they do. do you uh, like on being Fred, fed berries. Fredberry. Fredberries. No. No. On that note, uh, here one hour. Oh, that's good. Write that down for a character mm-hmm. for the future, Fredberry. Fredberry. <laughs> I need that. Thank you, Dual Shockers. Okay. So I'll just throw this. Oh, New Zach Island. That's nice. Oh, so PS4 VR. Morpheus or P- yeah. PS4. Well, actually, PS VR. They call it. When did this game come out? Did they like three? Update this fairly recently. Okay. But Dead or Alive VR is what this is called. PlayStation VR is going to launch. Uh, and this is, this is the lead from uh-huh. Engadget. Okay. <laughs> and essentially you're looking at it now. But PlayStation VR is going to launch with a game that allows players to sexually assault a woman who is actively asking them to stop. Um, here are some, some quotes from the Engadget article. What, is, what, what falls under assault? I'm well, just curious. I'm about to describe uh, it. Oh, okay. Just let, me, let me get through the, the setup here. There will, okay. Uh, a video from gamer.ne.jp shows that one of these game modes features, an act, features active harassment, allowing a player to continually touch a woman who is verbally protesting. Uh, another quote. As the player pokes and prods Kasumi's body with a PlayStation 4's motion controller, she tells him, I don't like it, and uses a word that directly translates to bad that is often used to flatly de- deny permission. The player persists and the character naturally recoils, we did it too. It's a blatantly sexist and aggressive experience. So. Mm-hmm. Before we go into that, yeah, I have a lot of questions, basically about how virtual reality and interactivity change our moral perception of, of entertainment. Yeah. Um, but let me, almost as devil's advocate, establish a couple of things off the top. Yeah. So this is weird and gross, but anime in Japan has had a couple of that, a lot of that stuff for a while. Mini games where you poke a girl and she's just like, no, eh. it's bizarrely common. So this this wasn't made specifically for VR, yeah. and this isn't an isolated incident. There are tons of games where, like even on the DS, where you'll just poke at a girl and she'll be like, yeah. I don't know why, but it's about the equivalent you know of any why. other mini game that's more, well, maybe. I think at this point it's, it's almost overused to the point of trope. Search your feelings. There are some people who probably really get off to that. I would argue more people are probably just like, 
fascinated by the Tamagotchi aspect of it. Hmm. I don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't live in Japan. Yeah. Women lack a stoicism that men possess. You know, <laughs> yeah. so you poke a man, what's Nothing. Nothing. I don't even feel it. Nothing. Yeah. She poke now I hand. poke at her. She gets all rosy cheek. See? Yep. She starts See, squeaking. and then say that word. Yeah. yeah. Start crying See? and say no and give her a <laughs> yeah. strawberry. Problem solved. Well, here's, here's another thing, too. I don't know if you were going to get to it anyway. Maybe. Um, I'm assuming, like, we don't know what, what we, video games have been studied and how it affects behavior. Mm-hmm. VR is kind of a new thing. Maybe there's something about higher resolution, higher frame rates in your eyes that can affect your brain to a greater capacity. But do we think that there aren't going to be VR games where you can blow someone's head off with a shotgun? That is that is exactly where I was going to take it. Is that I, yeah? I'll, it's I'll, gross, but so it. And please, please dispute this if you guys feel like this isn't accurate. But I feel like right now especially in the Western zeitgeist, we're very hypersensitive of women's representation in media. Rightly so, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So uh, it, that plays, I think, a factor here in, in, in especially personally how I reacted to this. I was like, ugh. But then I, James, I had the same reaction. I was like, well, wait a minute. Violence is kind of the cornerstone of interactive entertainment. Yeah. So, and then I, I actually thought about it and I was like, there aren't too many hyper-violent VR games available now. I'm, I guarantee myself they will exist, and when they do, I'll probably be totally okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Something like this, though, seems like it's another level for some reason, and I'm trying to figure so out why. Part of I think part of the problem with this is that maybe not AAA, but this is a pretty big franchise. Mm -hmm. Like Dead or Alive, the Dead or Alive franchise has been around for a really long time, and you'd like to think that these bigger if they if some indie game came out, right? that did this kind of thing, it's like, well, whatever. There's indie games where you feed someone a, a, a popsicle or a corn it, dog or whatever it, it is. It may feel like more of a grab for attention or notoriety, notoriety in that case. Yeah, I'm just saying you'd like to think that some of these bigger companies that maybe don't need these hyper niche gimmicks or whatever mm. wouldn't be the ones pushing this kind of thing forward. I guess well, the, the part you know? that's always tough for me is that it's always, it's always weird when a Western country like ourselves is always talking about like Japan, mm -hmm. where it's, it's a country we're not from. We don't understand the values and what is okay there and what's you know not okay uh, here. I, I've been to Japan. Yeah, so, <clears throat> spent no, several mean, days there. So oh, okay, yeah. I mean, so, you're uh, you're, a, you're a waifu well expert. Versed. It's cool. Pretty well versed. Um, but at the same time, I'm just I, I guess going from the devil's advocate side, I guess I'd rather have a Japanese man being at home in his VR unit in his like stim suit. Uh, doing all the stuff rather than being on a bus harassing a woman. Um, but I think I, I think that's the question, though. Like, like is we, it an equivalency? We don't know. It's a victimless crime. I, I, is it, though? I, I not being... Which one? I, I guess fundamentally, does thought crime exist, then? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> so kind of what that's a bigger prosecute? question. Yeah. I, think, I think what we have to go is we have to go with the research that we already have, which is that if you are maybe prone to violence, you may be drawn to these sorts of games, and then you may go out and do something violent, but not necessarily someone who isn't prone to violence starts playing Battlefield and then goes, you know what, I really do want to shoot up a, a whatever, downtown, wherever. Like, there, there aren't any studies that have that correlation. There's studies between aggressive people being aggressive when playing video games, but not necessarily non-aggressive people being aggressive when playing video I, games. I know as video games have become more popular, the rate of violence has gone down. I haven't looked at that stat recently, but that's what it what, like was. Like in what sense, though? Just violent like, crimes. Violent have crimes have gone down as but video games have become more popular. That's not a that there is a. I was gonna say it's. Yeah, it's not to say it's one to one. Yeah. But I don't. Know, I mean, for me personally, like it, I think video games are a great stress reliever. On, on the yeah. subject of like, will this breed this game breed activity in terms of like people's behavior? I don't know if it's always sometimes a, a matter of if someone does this, will they then go pursue that action in real life? But it's more of just, will this uh, like cultivate a certain like mentality in the, in the person that's playing it? Will they think that then it's okay to like perceive women this way, objectify them this way? It's more of like, does this degrade women in the respect of like, will this change how a 13 year old boy then perceives of how he can like speak to, treat women, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I guess, am, I, am I crazy in saying this, though, that I, I feel that, this is my personal side, but I feel like video games and media in general kind of keeps people away from going outside. Yes. Like, you tend, it, it's not so much that 
I'm going to take the things that I've learned from looking at this rectangle to the outside world. It's I'd rather stay here because it's but, safe and I don't have to. Inter it's all it, it's it's a one way interaction. But let me provide a counterpoint to that because they stay inside and then they go onto Elise's Twitter and then they berate her. Yeah. They tell me to kill myself. So right. like so like I, I but get, they're not gonna they're not gonna go they say may, that to your face. At they packs. may not stab her no. in the streets. Sure. But they, they may, stabbed her. They hard may, yeah. They mind. may emotionally <laughs> stab her a thousand more times across the internet because it's, they have no sort of like. Well, it's, it's funny because James and I have talked about this. How like like you guys like we all we all make jokes about like gender and and me specifically and whatever. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny. And I I mean I do it too. And I think it's it's funny. Then but then I notice like on YouTube and Reddit etc that we our audience sometimes makes those jokes too and it's like they don't they don't get sort of that like we're friends i know lawrence is thinking of a comeback right now at all this, oh no i've got but, another talking point but uh, no i mean a joke in, in well, we've had that before like but, uh, so like an example we're going we're going to pax <laughs> and then like this this happened before where we've gone out and a guy will come up to us like or oh yeah and we've never met this person and they go hey what's up fucker and yeah, you're like yeah. excuse me yeah. And they're like, this is the first time we're interacting. Yeah. In their mind, they're like, no, no, no. I've I've watched you on the the friend simulator yeah. a lot. So like, crazy. I love I love friendship. It's so simulator. good. That's yeah. my new favorite thing. But well, and people but, do that to achievement hunter even more. Oh they're yeah. Even more caustic towards each other in videos. And, yeah. and, and especially Michael. Well, my, Michael was telling me that some guy like yeah. hit him up and was like, look at this thing I broke. I did it for you. <laughs> and Michael's like, no, don't break yeah. stuff. That's stupid. And he's like, but but you break stuff. He's like, yeah, for for videos for fun, yeah. like. Don't do that in real life. I, I would argue that, and I've seen it happen and I even know it happened in myself. When you're young and you don't know how the world works and you don't know how relationships work, you adopt a lot of that stuff from media. Um, and I did that and I think it's it's natural. I don't know healthy, but I think natural is, is a good what way to say What did you do? Um, I, I grew up with kind of the 80s vision of clicks and stuff. So I thought, I'm a nerd, therefore there are certain, there are certain social you know, strata that I fit into. And then I got into high school and like all the football players were super nice, and one of them <laughs> yeah. even tried to talk about GTA with me. But when that happened, I like kind of froze up because I was like, "This is outside of my programming. I haven't been told how to respond in this situation." You start breakdancing. You were an Urkel, yeah. not an Urkel. Exactly. <laughs> I just so what? About the same. What? What I? What I? I don't believe that a grown, responsible adult will strap on PlayStation VR, poke a girl, and then say, "I want to do that in real life." I do think that a eight-year-old or a twelve-year-old, if they're doing that. I think it does kind of breed a certain amount of desensitization when you're when you're staring at a female form, or or you get the idea that female bodies are purely there for your enjoyment. I I think we're talking a lot about the male perspective, but I yes, think there's a are. female perspective too, which may be that, say, a young girl plays this game and sees hmm. a a submiss not necessarily submissive, but like an. What without they don't have any power, right? They're basically being yeah, they're dolls. assaulted and uh -huh. they're being used, and then it gets in your head that like, oh, if I'm in a situation that's similar to this, I won't knock the dude out with a right cross. And I'll kind of just be like, oh no, stop, 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 and think that's like, like, and okay if he doesn't. It's not you know? even just like action. Like sometimes the stuff like this just is subversive and it like cultivates a mentality and culture of submissiveness in women, and it's like. I, I know it because I am the kind of person that I always struggle with like accepting compliments or like uh, anything that's like complimentary about the work I do or even like thinking that you do a good job about anything or that like you're entitled to feel like you do well in something. You, you, you've sort of had this mentality like bred into you, like some women at least I think, where you're like, well I shouldn't really like, you know, take credit for this thing, or I shouldn't necessarily like put myself up on this pedestal. Do you blame Dead or Alive for that? I do, as a matter of fact. Dead or Alive 4, to be exact. Well, I'm, I guess, like, so on a serious note though, is there anything that you can look back to in your childhood from media, video games, books, movies, otherwise, that had an, has that effect on you, or is it just because you're a really nice Canadian person? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, something, something specific? Like a specific thing. If you can remember, like well, like Lawrence it was saying, like he had his '80s TV shows. Oh, it's or death movies. by a thousand. Cuts. I mean, it's, it's a, a lot of it's just to the the environment you're in. It's like mm. being in school. Uh, it's okay for boys to be boisterous and like rambunctious in class and kind of like be a little louder, speak out, be a little jokier. But I I feel like girls definitely get chastised 
for that kind of behavior more, or it's it's like looked down on them to be that way in, in any kind of way? I think sometimes it's what you don't see as well. If something isn't depicted in media a certain way, it may never occur to you that your natural nature could be that. I mean, Harry Potter's huge, right? But Hermione is the quiet, diligent, like, like she'll, with her friends, she can kind of come alive, but it seems like for the most part, anytime she's like in a classroom, she's like, has to be the one who's getting the best grades and has to be the best, most well-behaved. And if she gets in trouble, it almost looks like she's, like there's almost a rebellious attitude from kind of Ron and Harry. Yeah. Where she it's like, we dead. were doing it to save Hogwarts. And she's kind of, there's like, just from the movies, there's several moments where you can see where she's visually represented as feeling like shamed mm -hmm. for like, going outside of kind of the same things that, even though she did it with two other boys. And uh, and so like, I feel like stuff like that is kind of, can be kind of influential to say like, I'm not supposed to push well, myself in, outside In the, the books box. at the very least, I know she led like the- Spew. Yeah, Spew, the, the whole like elf uh, rights thing or whatever, which they completely cut out of the movies because they're mm -hmm. like, no. You sit down, Hermione. It's like yeah. the best part of those books. And then they were like, remember Dobby, that character from eight movies ago? <laughs> Look at him wear all these hats. He's yeah, dead he, now. When he finds all the hats. He's got all these hats now. Dobby's got suck now. So I guess we should take a second to, or at least I should take a second to explain, I don't think that games like this cause these yes, issues. I agree. I also think that for 99% of adult human beings, they can perceive something like this as comedy or, or you know, Something that's thoroughly not connected to reality. I think. I think, as as has been said, and I just want to drive the point home. It's it's more like is this symptomatic of of a problem or is it causing a problem? Is it um, is it safe to say that humans are inherently just kind of fucked up? Of course. And they're always going to have weird fetishes and kinks and weird little things that maybe it's not healthy to kind of bury that. That's, maybe there that's is a, a perfectly great counterpoint. Maybe yeah. maybe it it's healthy to get some of that stuff out in a healthy way where there is no victim. It's funny because I don't know. yeah, you're absolutely right. Human culture and human history is kind of a series of people having vices that they refuse to acknowledge. Um, I think I think one of my favorite or what's growing going to become one of my favorite periods in American history is the 1950s, where you had violent racism. Even even if you were middle class white, even if you had it good, it was still not great because everybody kind of adopted a template lifestyle and it's, it's the age of, you know, the, the housewife just drinking hard liquor and taking fucking Xana or Percocets or whatever, whatever they had, Quaaludes, there we go. <laughs> At like two o'clock in the afternoon and just saying, go outside and play, mom's tired. And like <laughs> doing that to just numb yourself to the fact that your life is meaningless and you get shit on by your husband every night, wow. uh, literally and figuratively sometimes. So it's like, uh, every- it's another scat night, honey. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, get the saran wrap. Uh, every, oh. um, Every culture seems to have things that it demonizes. In America, it's sex, for, for whatever yeah. reason. And even though we love alcohol, we also hate it. We even outlawed it at some point. So that's weird. Um, and even though we're not quite as complicated, I would say, in terms of gender relations as a country like Japan that's been around for millennia or more than that, uh, it's still got its own quirks. Um, and I guess, to, to some people's credit, those quirks are now being dragged out into the limelight. So yeah, it's an interesting question, and I'm not saying you pose this question, but should you try to solve every human problem, or is it okay to just be like, some people are just gonna have weird stuff, let them do it behind closed doors, yeah, yeah. as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, but then that's that's the real question, well, right? It, it's so it's so funny because we kind of solved this problem a long time ago. Say your kid, well, th this, was, um, this was something that an old teacher told me about, like in the military, uh, how they would get people to quit smoking. They'd basically go, if they, ca they caught someone smoking, they're like, okay, well, you need to quit smoking because, A, it's bad for you because you need to be, uh, this is in the Navy. He's like, you need to be healthy for the Navy and then also uh, you're not supposed to be smoking here. So if they caught someone smoking, they would basically buy a 12 pack and make them smoke the entire thing right then and there and be like, keep put one in your mouth, next one, keep smoking. And then he's like, by the end they were all throwing up, everyone was sick of it and they, most of those guys never smoked again in their lives. Not, I'm not saying that's the cure for everyone. Yeah, because yeah. maybe maybe some guys like, damn, I really like smoking. Trying to decide what the analogy yeah. is here. Well, no, but I mean, like the, the sort of thing of like put a VR helmet and just taste. It's like, oh, you love ice cream. Oh. If you eat all the ice cream in the world, you might get to a point where like you have a Pavlovian response to ice cream. You're like, I don't want. ice I think cream. that lasts for like a week though. Like, maybe. I, like, I like eating red meat, and then I'll go to like Korean barbecue or something, oh, okay. and I'll eat a ton, and then for the next week I'll be like, oh god, that was the worst decision of my life. Why? And then I'll go again. Uh, like a, a month later, just uh, because it's like, oh, well, it's been long enough. I don't know. 
after me, your bathroom break. To me, I think the strategy, and you know, my strategy with these kinds of things is to think like a highway. It's called butt battle. It's sorry, <laughs> I'm looking over your head. Oh, uh, you have to win at butt battle. I one think time. I think uh, I think it's like a highway. Imagine a high, highway that goes from one end of the United States to the, to the other, thousands of miles. There's kind of little potholes. If there's a pothole, there's no reason to pave the whole highway. Hmm. But maybe you keep an eye on it. Maybe if you maybe you be like, well, if we see potholes forming all over the place, then yes, it's time to renovate the highway. Maybe we need to re- start thinking about it because cars are hitting it, their tires are bursting, and you got you're causing accidents. So moderate, right? I'm just saying, like. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean the highway is worthless. We need to start over. We need regulations for highways. Sure. But let's just remember that mm. there's a little pothole here. Mm-hmm. And let's just think, hey, at some point in the next six months, eight months, a year, let's check on that pothole. Let's make sure it's not any worse. Yeah. And there may be a different pothole all the way down the highway, thousands of miles away. But let's just make sure that it doesn't all go to shit. And that mentality, I think, works right. for a lot of things. Well, like It's like when you, when you talk, like, when the, with the whole, like, wiping out the human race, like, Ultron and the Matrix make more sense when the robots are like, we can't, you're so fucking broken. Yeah. Like, you humans are so mess messed up. Yeah. It will be easier just to wipe you. It's done. And it's like, well, let's make sure we don't get wiped. Uh, like, just, by robots. Yeah, by I, robots. I'm sort of in the Lawrence camp on this, that like, yes, there are gonna be more violent games, and, and I don't necessarily think that those will be like any worse than this. And I actually don't really, me personally, like as an ad, adult woman, if I were to play that, I'd probably laugh a lot playing it and like does it doesn't particularly bother me to be quite honest do I do I think that like a 10 year old that probably shouldn't play it might play it and then it will like form his impressionable perception of like women yeah maybe like but I don't, I don't know that that's gonna happen I don't personally don't really care to be quite honest yeah but this I, game is making me want to play volleyball <laughs> I know there's an amazing game I talked to Lawrence about it but beach spikers oh, yeah. on the PS2 where you're two on two ladies volleyball and you embrace after you like get points and stuff I wish we could play that Do game you get to poke them no you don't poke them well, then what's the point? it's women there it's women owning their own sexuality That's while right. they play volleyball Making out a little bit smelling uh, each other's hair <laughs> I uh I don't think there's any like real answer to this well, but I do think it's a culture that that perceives sex in a different way and embraces it in a different way. But it sounds I, like you kind of hit on the answer, which is burkas. Kids shouldn't <laughs> play it. But sure, yeah. I guess I guess the again the counterpoint is they're going to because it's the world. So what's you know I guess I guess it'd be nice to live. I don't know. I guess I guess that's the devil's question, and I'll get to that right after this ad read. <laughs> um, I guess if you're looking to take some vices out of your life, you can probably start with how you eat, and one way to do that is through Blue Apron. Eat actual food from actual ingredients instead of fast food or eating out a lot, which costs a lot of money. Uh, Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Uh, They do this by supporting a sustainable food system and setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Um, I wouldn't say I'm quite in that community yet, but I do, I've been cooking a lot and I'm getting better at it. So that's kind of cool. After like a month, you start to find out, man, my my cutting technique's getting better. I'm learning how to prioritize tasks. So the knuckle thing? uh, Not yet. Okay. The knuckle thing kind of kills me because you're supposed to leave the knife on the board and just like, just, yeah, but it's weird because there's a, there's a balancing act. If you have like a bunch of greens or whatever, you need to like smush them up so you can chop them, but you can't really do that if you're knuckling. So you know I've been working on it. I've been working on it. What I do is I, I use these sides of my fingers, which I'm not supposed to do, but then when I cut, I just bring the knife to it and rest it on my fingers so I don't actually chop the ends of my fingers Bad boy off. of cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get better. I'll get better. I'll, I'll develop the right technique, but since we got a Blue Apron uh, sponsor, that means I get to read some recipes for you guys. Okay. So yeah. this week we can look forward to paprika spiced shrimp when, with cheddar grits and tomato and sweet corn. Uh, spicy hoisin chicken stir fry with baby bok choy, sesame ginger cucumber salad. Eggplant chickpea tangine with island pepper, tomato, and couscous. And summer udon noodle salad with cherry tomatoes, corn, and summer sweet pepper. So <laughs> that sounded delicious to you guys. You should go to uh, blueapron.com soup you can get your first three meals for free with free shipping. Three and free. I'm jumbling up today. That's uh, blueapron.com slash soup. Thank you for your sponsorship. Yeah, like I said, my my, I got like a couple weeks for free, and I've been paying for it ever since, and it's totally worth it. We should do a podcast where we have Chef Lawrence. Yeah. And he's just off to the cooking, side. Cooking, yeah. swearing, burning Co- myself. <laughs> he, I'll tell you, he's the, bad, my he's the bad boy of cooking. That's right. He's so bad. I'm the new Bobby Flay. Uh, is he the bad boy of cooking? He, I guess he was. I thought yeah. Guy Ferrari was. He threw his cutting board on Iron Chef, man. The one in the middle, the, the design on her swimsuit looks distinctly like nipples. Yeah. Wait, That's weird, one? isn't it? 
strange. <laughs> yeah. So okay, yeah. Is Devil's question. Mm. I I guess uh, there's a lot of like philosophical depth you can get to about whether or not you take issue with this and on what level. So I guess a good a good question is, should we embrace and allow for the quirky, weird, vicey side of humankind, provided it doesn't hurt anyone, like demonstrably hurt anyone, or is it worth and and kind of touches on the thought crime idea, is it worth making sure that everyone has wholesome beliefs and thinking that that will then inform a good here's, society? Here's something that I always go back to with these kinds of questions. Really, 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 really long time ago, uh, the Greeks came up with a story <laughs> about Pandora's box. Huh. A box in which literally all of these types of things and other evils were kept inside, but for some reason it just couldn't stay closed. And even in the story, the box bursts forth and then everything comes out into the world. It's because even then, they were trying to tell us, you can't keep this shit locked away, man. You can't keep this shit locked away, motherfucker. You can't pent it up. Yeah. You can't pent it up. It's gonna burst out no matter what happens. You can't, you can't try and lock that away. It's part of who we are. But it's trying, like, trying to say not to have skin. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say, if you, if you want your daughter to, uh, if you don't want your daughter to have sex, the last thing you should do is lock her up in a girls only, Catholic school. That works every time. Yeah, and then lock them in the room. But if you want your daughter to have sex. Nothing, I shouldn't have said that. We'll cut that out. You can take some responsibility for yourself. If you have children, you better fucking take responsibility for them because you, as parents, are going to have more influence on the kinds of people they grow up into than anything they ever touch because you can control what they touch or not control what they touch and also teach touch. them how yeah. to react when they, if you sit down with your 10 year old son and you play a poking Japanese game and you're laughing and showing and them. Maybe have a nice little sit down yeah, saying, okay, that like, was a game and that's not real. Then that could go even further than yeah. if they never played the game in the first place right. for it them just, to understanding it, situations. Well, like certain things like blow my mind. You got like, an awkward boner and that's weird when you're talking to your kid. Well, it, it's always <laughs> when weird you when you have like, the boner. Um, yeah. <laughs> we talked about this before, but I hate how they like lock condoms up. Oh yeah. Where it's like, well, it's they, people are so they should be them. throwing them at people. Sometimes like, just, they do. Just and take it, them. Well, it works. They yeah. should have. But the, it makes people uncomfortable. So they're yeah. like, I don't want I mean, condoms in the bathroom. It's because condoms are the industry is expensive now. Like, because it's like it doesn't cost them anything to make. But there's so many different ways to sell a condom that it's like they can charge you twelve dollars for five cents worth of material. Sure. That's why I think you get the condom bowl. If yeah. you go to like a sexual clinic, there's bowls of condoms, like anywhere. So they should have next to the ones in packaging a huge bowl of free condoms at like CVS at Walgreens. Yeah, we could get one for our office next you to should, the other one. You go to you go to a <laughs> Japanese restaurant and they have mints at the door. Birth control. I don't care about mints. Who cares? I want condoms. Oh, I was gonna say birth control pills or. <laughs> yeah. Well, birth control yeah. pills maybe are a little bit more expensive. They start putting it in the drinking water. Condoms, condoms, I mean. In terms of production, are not expensive to I'm make. I'm just saying, we, uh, overall, like, okay, the kids are gonna have sex no matter what because it's a human drive and you can't curb that. Also, when and you're a teen, holy unless shit. You're yeah, I was gonna say, in the video games, I, I mean, maybe it might make I lost it better out or worse. I've some of the best fucking years of my life because of Christianity. I'm bitter about that. What do you mean? Not that I would have gotten laid. Yeah, I was gonna say, look good. at you, you're on top of the world right yeah, now. You, you climb, the good ones I, climb their way. I, you have a laptop and a watch. I was past that whole Christianity bullshit and it didn't help me. Laptop so. and a watch. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I gave my youth to video games and I feel like it was a good trade-off. <laughs> um, it's kind of like sex. Well, it you know it's like, having any sex. <clears throat> it sounds like you guys are pretty firmly on the side of there's ways to enjoy vice responsibly. Yeah. Which I agree as an adult as well, but so let's... Uh, Fuck it, man. I'm gonna go there. So let, let's talk about the pedophile's conundrum. Okay. <laughs> let's say you're an ethical pedophile. Yeah. Um, and that you know it's wrong. Yeah. And you don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. But you can't get off to anything else. You just have that drive. Uh -huh. And that's your that's your only get down. And you hate it. And you hate yourself for it. But there's just something you about it. You should talk to a psychiatrist. Yeah, you, you, Lawrence, should go talk do. to a psychiatrist. <laughs> 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 no, that's I, I've heard this thing before. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, it should. That's awesome. You 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 want to be responsible. You don't want to hurt anyone. I appreciate that. That's the first step. But enjoying enjoying entertainment that satisfies that that tick in your head is that immoral or not? Uh, no. Like watching Lolita and genuinely getting no. Off. But there's a difference between saying like, oh, I don't want to hurt anyone, but I clear I I'm aware enough to know that I have these feelings or these drives or whatever. That's that's phase one. <laughs> phase two is then talking to someone because someone else can help you 
get past those probably better than just playing a flash game where you fuck a, a fairy that looks like she's yeah. five years but old. But what if you can't? I guess I guess get I can. I can liken it. I can liken it to. I, tried, it to, uh, I guess is the question. <laughs> you can liken it to like obesity, where it's like hmm. I can't crave this hunger unless I eat hometown buffet yeah. every night. It's like okay, well at least you've recognized you have a problem and. Someone's gonna get hurt eventually, yes. one way or the other, because your pedophilia ways will probably get you in jail and then you get shanked to death. Mm. You probably don't want that, so you should probably seek help if you don't want to die. I just think we live in a very advanced <laughs> yeah. society where there can be things set up there to help you in some ways. No. Right? So if you're not taking advantage, it's kind of, it is like the obesity thing. It's like, well, I don't know what to do. Motherfucker, there is YouTube that'll teach you how to do push-ups and things on your living room floor. Like, you don't need to go to a gym, even though, by the way, gyms are everywhere. You don't need to get a personal trainer because they're basically useless. Like, you can have this stuff available to you through the internet or through YouTube or all kinds of, there's methodology and stuff out there that is really, really helpful. And if you're not utilizing all those resources, then you can't blame the rest of society for getting pissed off at you if you end up causing a headache for them. I am. I once listened to an episode of, I believe it was Radio Lab, where there was this man who was like a really gifted musician, and he got into an accident or something where he was experiencing seizures, and I believe that he had some type of like, uh, like cranial or like just uh, brain trauma, and following that, it completely changed who he was fundamentally as a person, and he started developing a ton of urges for like child porn, bestiality, like all these like just terrible, like perverse things that he never ever prior to that had before. Other things changed about him where like he was also like playing music like eight hours a day, like he just could not stop. There was clearly something that changed in his, in his brain and the FBI like raided his house because he, he was like, he was like, I just could not stop. I was downloading all this type, these types of pornography and it was just, I could not stop. They raided him. Uh, and I think he went to prison or he was on probation for some time. But like in that situation, it's kind of like there was something chemically altered in him, something biologically changed in his brain. And it's like, I mean, do you fault that dude well, who, who but, like he you know has spinal fracture or whatever? And I don't know. That's that's what I would say. I, th the, I think the only difference between him and other people that have those kinds of very very chaotic like life interrupting urges. He had something he could point to. Is that but. he had an event that caused it, whereas other people had, their event was how their chromosomes formed their brain when they were a baby. You know, or like, how their parents abused them as they were yeah. Or something like. like it, was, it was a super interesting episode. But that's why, to him. that's why it's important that you treat it almost like a medical condition. Yeah, because his, his it is, was in a lot of cases, case. like biological, uh, mm -hmm. you know. I, I don't, we're not, I don't, and none of us are qualified to yeah, advise those, but well, I mean, these are our perceptions of things. Like if, this, if something like this happens and some dude's in an accident and his brain gets changed and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden. There was this, uh, there was this, I, I feel like I'm doing this every week now, but there was a, a really good TED talk. Yeah. Where they were talking about trying to kind of like fix the brain. Uh, and one of the ways they were doing it was with um, diapers. So uh, they were like, they were, yeah, well, not with the <laughs> physical <laughs> diaper. <laughs> basically, on. they said they, they were doing research and they found out that diapers have a chemical in it that causes them to expand. You know, when babies piss and shit in there, like, the material expands. And they're like, it's kind of crazy. Like, well, what if we applied that to the brain? We could probably see things in there that you normally could not because just the microscope just can't see certain things. And then, so they actually took, like, brain tissue, used that chemical, and then put, like, a, like a neon-type color and like, like basically the electrons and everything that were firing off the brain got bigger. And so it's like, it's just, it just made me think of that because it's like, well maybe we do have, the brain is so fucking complicated that it's like. we don't like, understand about the human condition. Yeah, I mean, we've only been studying the brain for 100, 200 years. Like it, it's a fairly new thing, uh, for especially for how long humans have been here and how long we've evolved. And that things like that, it would be kind of crazy where eventually you just go in with a stick and go, no more pedophilia, and it just yeah. like goes well, away. I mean, that's well, that has been tried. Yeah, people well, have been drilling into yeah. brains for a while. Well, maybe it's it'd be more of a though. pill that could just if we target that area but of the brain. Then it's like, it's like, well, am I the same person? Are. What if I yeah. felt more like more a human being? I'm going to stick this thing so far up your nose. I'm going to fix your brain. It's a cool idea of science fiction. 
I see what you're saying, which is a sort of non-evasive thing that doesn't fundamentally screw you up like a lobotomy yeah. would, where it's just sort of isolating the bad out with the bad and with the good. Yep. Out with the bad mm -hmm. and the good. Um, well, then, then bad and good become relative. So yeah. just to extend the devil's questioning here, let's take the ethical pedophile. Okay. Let's say he finds... The gentleman pedophile. Let's call him Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> pick a name out of nowhere. With a U, though. Yeah. Let's say yeah. he finds a very youthful-looking partner who is totally down with his fantasy. Mm -hmm. Twink. Yeah, if you will. Wait, no, that's not what twinks are. Twinks what? are just, uh, they're just they're feminine men. Uh, just a Joel, basically. Um, so let's say that yeah. this, this ethical Joel pedophile finds a partner who loves pretending and participating in this fantasy. So they dress like a child, they act like a child, and they totally like yeah. the fantasy of getting taken advantage of by an adult. Yeah. Now you have two consenting people whose who's weird, who's weird fantasies coincide. They're not hurting anyone else, and they're mm -hmm. having a great time on their own, yeah. but they are mimicking something terrible. Yeah. And, okay and if you that. were if you were to draw a parallel here, I, yeah. let's say that let's say that an anime fan finds an anime an anime lady who loves reclining on a bed and just getting poked at and squir well, squirming and yeah, I mean I don't, I'm fine with that. I, like I like I have no problems with the game yeah. itself or someone using the game or doing it. But in that it's regard, just like what about the guy that calls up the German cannibal and says, "I want you to eat me." Yeah, and it's like okay, they're consenting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Except that I mean that's, I don't know. It's a whole still gray. illegal. Yeah, I was sure. gonna, I was gonna eating someone else is illegal. So it, I guess it's a weird well. thing where I say, Elise, I consent to let you kill me. Oh. But you're gonna have to deal with the consequences, oh. but I'm cool with it. Oh. So I, that will be cleared from your conscience. Yeah. Hmm. You can go to bed saying That's true. he wanted it, but the police might think differently because uh, unfortunately we live on this planet with a thing called laws, uh, I, I uh, think, and those will always exist. I think that like I think that like what the scenario Lawrence is painting, it's like awesome. They should feel that it's awesome that oh, they sure. won the lottery. Or and should they still both go to psychiatrists to figure out what's ah, wrong? With greatest love story of our time. I mean, you <laughs> might. I, I don't Regular begrudge anyone, anyone healthy-minded or not, for going to a psychiatrist and trying to figure out more about their own mental state because yeah. you have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on up here. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like sometimes a nice third party will give offer you insight. I've never been to a psychiatrist, but there's often times where I'm like, maybe you should just go. Maybe you should just go. I go to a doctor once a year. I go to a dentist, well, not twice a year, but I'm supposed to go to a dentist twice a year. Maybe it's worth getting my head checked. It's worth being challenged. Um, every every once in a while, whether or not it is challenging or whether yeah. or not it is. So there's there's that whole aspect. Do I think they should? Sure, why not? Um, but I think that that's a scenario where these two people basically won the psychological lottery. Yeah. They found each other. What happens to all those other people who don't win that lottery? Well, I, I guess that kind of goes. Oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. No, I was just gonna say I agree with that. I just threw at the the cannibal thing for fun. No, I think oh, okay. the cannibal yeah. thing no, is a, a good example. A but example. then I also agree with like there are laws specifically in place that say don't yeah. murder and yeah, yeah you know I, I was just also kinda, human kinda, law yeah. is basically like you can't really eat people because they're gonna make you crazy and give you I, hey crazies. I think I think if that's what you wanted to do and you found the two of you found each other then you should go and you should option. <laughs> To go together and be like, I would like to be eaten. And the other person goes, I would like to eat this person when they're dead. And then see, and then like, the government can't arrest you for saying you want to do that. Mm. But you can donate. You can try and change the system if you wanted. You can try and people, figure out a special scenario each other left right. for you. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, going back to the adult thing, if there's two consulting adults and no one's getting hurt, it goes that goes like thought crime. It's like, Okay, yeah. we're gonna punish these people for thinking a certain way. Like I, that's probably illegal. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say that you might anger a lot of people, you might upset a lot of people because you have a certain different way of thinking. It's how you act. That is always the most important thing because, like, we go going with the back to Pandora's box, and saying what we said earlier, humans are fucked up. We are messed up inherently. We have a lot of crazy baboon rage in here. There's a lot of weird neurons firing off. A lot of weird things that we don't understand. And there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to have a lot of strange thoughts and you're going to not understand why. It's how you deal with those. Hmm. And that's what separates us from the vicious animals that are tearing each other apart every day. So we solved it. Yeah, we're yeah. done. Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's the correct answer, more, or like morally speaking, is that each individual is responsible for their actions and the effects they have on other people in this world. Um, I, guess, I guess the real trick is society doesn't work that way, or rather you can't trust everyone to abide by those rules internally. Because um, that's, that's why we have laws, that's why certain drugs are illegal, that's why you can't have you know, certain kinds of weapons. 
Um, it's, it's sort of about knowing that the system will break and putting in safeguards for when it does, whenever a human being violates that, that social contract and decides to harm others for fun. Based, go ahead. Um, so it's, and, and to drill this all the way down, I, I, I think that a game like this is two or three steps removed from any actual justifiable harm happening in the world. Un unless you believe this is harm unto itself, which I don't quite. No. But uh, it's, it's like, I, I, I guess ultimately it is, it is a judgment call. There is no right answer, and that's kind of frustrating yeah. for a living robot to yeah. deal with. It's like the shades of gray area. So I guess, I guess personally, and, and also living in Western culture, I get why somebody might be mad at a VR game where you can, you can poke and prod at a girl who has no choice but to sit there. But at the same time, watching a lot of anime, even these don't try and convince you these are real people. They're dolls, and yeah. you poke at them, and just because they mimic the, the affectation of a real human mm -hmm. doesn't mean I don't think the creators intended that to be perceived that way. Also, Dead or Alive, from a stylistic standpoint, has put its head pretty deeply into the not unrealistic sand. Yeah. Like, they haven't gone... Like, I, this isn't just an excuse to throw him under the bus again, but I'm more concerned about the David Cages, who are desperately trying to get it closer and closer to how real people look and use real actors and real performers and then manipulate them after the fact. To me, that's more concerning than these characters, which are basically lifelike anime dolls. You know, um, They all have the same impossible proportions and their faces don't even look like human faces. They like are better. They're, yeah, they're better. In they're way. perfect <laughs> in every way. My beautiful angels. So, don't so talk. In that sense, it's, you, it's, it's, yeah, to me, this is less frightening than, yeah, like if a game that was desperately trying to recreate the human mm. appearance. What's well, funny is Futurama kind of tackles that in that one episode where you can download basically any celebrity. Lucy yeah. Liu. Yeah, Lucy Liu, like yeah. onto a, on a robot skin, and then it's like, and that becomes your girlfriend. And it's like, I mean, we're not too far from that oh. where. You can have augmented you'll have CG reality. Programs. Yeah, you'll have a little, yeah. you'll have a little arm jerking you off with a VR helmet on, and no. Scarlett Johansson's riding your dick. Download, well, download James to be your boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah, you can Photoshop whatever you want. Yeah. So yes, you can. Learn that yesterday. Yeah, careful, yeah, careful way you say. That sounds like you're giving consent. Did you see my Ninja Turtles shirt I made? <laughs> yes. Yeah. See? Case in point. <laughs> Casey Jones. Casey Jones. He was on the shirt. Life is basically a bowling alley. Here you go. Here's, here's one for you guys. I'm just coming up with All it. Right, here we go. So it may not be perfect. I got an ad read after. Hold on. Hold on. Mozart's composing. We can, we can let it linger. <laughs> All right. Get this Drop your Life is like a bowling alley. All right. You can pull up the guards on your lane, but that doesn't stop someone 10 lanes down from smashing your head in with their ball. Oh, I thought you were going to say, from rolling us perfect strength. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like hearing Requiem. Ta -ta. You're floating in that lake staring yeah. at the stars. Ta -ta. <laughs> That would happen at the end of there will be blood. Mm -hmm. Pulled up the lanes. Yeah. I'm finished. <laughs> but if you have Cross to Cross the room. You'll never get to bowl if you're late to the bowling alley. Your yeah. friends will finish up their game. Yeah. They'll leave. They'll text them. What the mm -hmm. fuck? Dude, you were late. Yep. Maybe you should have gotten a watch from Movement Watches. Nice. Yo. That was good. Oh, nah, nah. There we go. That was real it was, good. It was a little. Hello. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, watch bros. So, watch activate. Clack. Oh man, if they lock together, that'd be some next level shit. There we movement, go. Friendship, friendship watches. Yeah. So uh, movement watches. They sell classy timepieces with minimal designs, which I really like, for not a lot of money because they're not in stores and they don't pay for Leonardo DiCaprio to wear their watch and look really cool on a billboard. Oh, he might. Although someday, man, look at. It. They're probably signing the deal right now. And they're like, "Fuck! What did he say?" <laughs> no, they're not listening. They to They cross this. off Lawrence on. <laughs> <laughs> Circle Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> shit. At least I was next to him on a piece of paper for a while, uh, but yeah, it's it's you know it's it's basically everything you could ask for if you're in the market for a watch. They look good, they work, which you know watches should do, uh, and they don't cost a lot of money. They start at 95 bucks, and you can get 50 percent off that by going to movementwatches.com/slash/dudesoup. Um, so once more, their brand is MVMT because they're modern and hip like that. So movement watches, MVMT watches, W-A-T-C-H-E-S dot com/slash/dudesoup. 50% off your entire order. If you're looking for a watch or you just want a cool accessory, if you want to be retro cool because you don't, let me just say, pulling out your phone to check the time, that's pretty cool. And if you have a cool phone, whatever, but having a watch, man, nothing beats it. Timeless. So once more, that's movementwatches.com slash dudesoup. Thanks for your sponsorship, Movement. Thanks for keeping the world in time. Uh, that should be their tagline. That's hard. Mm. I did it. Uh, so I guess to wrap up, uh, we, can, we can take quick, quick hot takes on this one. There's some more NX rumors from Emerly Rogers, uh, who is who is 
I'm fascinated by this persona, by the way. So there's this, there's this persona named Emily Rogers on the internet. She leaks all kinds of Nintendo stuff, and nobody knows who it is. It's a, it's a real deep throat situation, except it's it, about it's just plastic. Just, it's Emily Rogers. Just look her up. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> Facebook phone book. Probably yeah. on Facebook. Maybe. Someone goes, <gasps> E-Rodge. Yeah. So I uh, got a quartet of tweets for you. Um, she starts off by saying, the article about NX's detachable controller supporting force feedback and motion controls has truth. So the, uh, the diagram was there were these two things you would snap on at the end of a tablet, and they would have rumble motors and motion controls in them, so you could pop them off and use them like normal controllers, too, if you're displaying to a TV. Mm. Uh, she, uh, she also tweeted, the NX prototype had a 6.2-inch 720p multi-touch touchscreen. Unknown if final product screen size will be larger or smaller than the prototype. So, so the current vision of the NX is that it's, it's a tablet that docks, and when it's docked, it outputs to your TV, and then you have the controller that you play a game on your TV with. Mm -hmm. And then when you want to take it, you, you smack the controller onto the ends of the tablet, pop the tablet off the dock, and take it with you. Exact same display. Uh, I think, actually, rumor is the home version will have additional hardware in the dock that makes the output to the TV like a higher resolution or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then when you take it with you, you just have the full console game on your tablet as well. Uh, the third tweet is the prototype dock for the station has USB ports. I heard two USB ports. I don't know if this number will change in the final product. Could be for additional storage is, or is this a uh, is this a feature people are clamoring for? Nintendo has a history. Nintendo will never give people what they're asking for. Nintendo always, always, always tries to find something that people didn't know they wanted. The the problem though is that like this more or less already existed with the Wii U, and it wasn't exactly the best selling point. No. Well, but and so it, it depends on how you see that. So it wasn't the best selling point, I agree. After using it, there, were, there was a very small cross-section of times when the Wii U tablet was cool to have. One of which, very rare, was when I was like, I'm gonna play a game in bed. I'm gonna just take the tablet into bed and I play a full game on the tablet. Uh, but I think that you could argue that, yeah, the functionality wasn't really there, desired in the first place. Right. Also, Nintendo did a terrible job <coughs> um, communicating to a mass market how to use it and what it did. Um, a lot of people thought it was this, just a this all sounds even more complicated and more expensive and maybe. not something that's going to keep the price down when the Wii U right now is struggling to keep up with the price of an Xbox One. Well, see, that's weird. The Wii U should be cheaper. But, should uh, be, but the so technology is so expensive. The final tweet is, these are all rumors for now, not facts, just things that I've been hearing down the grapevine. Could be wrong, could be right. Shrug. Real quick. Yeah. Emily Rogers. Oh. fils Reggie. Thanks for watching. Fees and me, Reggie, Rogers, Regers, Rogers, Reggie, Emily, Emily, he's breaking. Emily, Emily, Fees and me. That's it. It's Reggie. It's him. We need to reboot him. It's Reggie. <laughs> I would love that. Reggie's, Reggie, get a new hobby. Reggie's yeah. the leak <laughs> on himself. You guys, he's <laughs> president <laughs> of the company, and he's leaking out his own information. He wakes up covered in rumors, and he's like, <laughs> where was I? I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jecker, Jekers and Hairs. I gotta check my um, phone logs. Does, it, uh, do, does anyone care about the NX? I do. <sighs> do you really care, or are you just, you're just gonna buy it, whatever? It's both. I mean, so. There's, I'm, I'm not going to deny, you know, I was reared on Nintendo, so there's that element there. There's just the emotional sting of it. Um, I am intellectually curious because I think, I think Nintendo has the capacity to surprise, uh, which, being as old and as jaded on games, jaded is maybe not the right word, but seasoned, maybe. I've played so many games on so many platforms in so many ways, and Nintendo's the only way that even if it doesn't work, at least they try something new every time. So it's almost worth it just for that. Just to be like, okay, you're gonna give me something. It was like Connect. Like I didn't like it, but I was fascinated by it. Sure. And until I used I gave it a really good college try on a number of different games, I was like, no, this is not this is just not working. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna do it. But thank you for trying. Um, it's nice to have something that, to look forward to that's not just I hit the thing in the middle to turn it on and then I press buttons and then I shoot some guys and then I put the controller down. It's nice to to imagine a different kind of, of interactive Experience. I guess my, my perspective is we've already hit the apex of what a controller can be, in my opinion, okay. with the uh, like the the uh, Xbox Elite controller or whatever, and then and the PS4 controller. Like I don't think you can get better than those, in my my personal opinion. Um, and I think VR is sort of the next step in that, where we start using our actual hands, and it becomes one to one, and then that becomes a thing. So I, I still feel like Nintendo's kind of over there playing with its Legos and kind of doing its own thing, which I will always respect them for doing. But unfortunately, I still feel like it's like, 
it just feels wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it feels like they're sort of wasting their time trying to reinvent the wheel over there. It is while so everyone else yeah. is sort of just passing them by. It's well, almost they, they call that blue ocean mentality, but what does that mean? So uh, this was an Iwata thing. Um, he said Nintendo was a blue ocean company. So there's there's the red ocean, which is where all the fish are fighting. It's bloody. Nintendo's always going to try to find a product that's way over there, a market that ha doesn't even exist yet. So while, yeah, you're, you're right, to a degree the market is kind of voted with their money saying what they want, which is traditional games like mobile phones that do a lot of things. Like um, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Well, so it's essentially a mobile, a mobile game is a one-button game because um, really it's just tap or, or tap and hold. Like there's a number tap of, and go, tap and go, yeah. There's another number of interfaces that have come up, but you're never going to get the, the nuance of a full controller with all of its buttons and discrete inputs. So a lot of people have tried it, and they've all failed terribly, but I think there might be some legs to having a full game, a full console game experience in a mobile platform that you don't have to carry a little Wii U and a big bulky Tyco uh, tablet around with you. If it's just a sleek tablet that you can either use without a controller or pop controllers on and use it, and the controllers don't have sticks that stick way out and buttons that pop way out, like if it's fairly flat, I could see just like popping those off, like tucking them in and putting a little sleeve and. That'd be a great airplane device. It'd be a great travel device. I mean, you've been using yeah. the NVIDIA Shield for that. And I guess in that regard, that shit already exists. So, yeah. well, you know, Nintendo, what are you going to bring to the game aside that, from that, your IP? That's right. what I was going to say when Adam was talking about VR. I'm like, it's almost like Nintendo's trying to sell us on the merits and wizardry of, of touchscreen technology. And we're like, <laughs> we know. Yeah. Like, we've all got <laughs> it. For we, a long time. Yeah, They're like, Nintendo. guys, look what we just discovered. Yeah, we, we get it. And, and to your point that, like, yeah, like stuff like the NVIDIA, like, tablet or, or like, there's the... Uh, shit, the MOGA controller too, like all this, these different uh, sure. like third-party peripherals that you can already use to sort of do this kind of same stuff with I, tablets. I you can like, you can use like a PS4 controller and I think other controllers too. I mean, yeah, we've seen the MOGA, but on phones and use emulators and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yep. that's what, I saw some picture on Reddit where some kid was like creaming over like a bunch of Game Boy Advances that he found like in a dumpster and I was like, oh, that's cute. your phone is the greatest Game Boy Advance <laughs> you can ever have. Sorta. Have you tried playing a platformer with a soft soft controller on a phone? Uh, not recently. It's bad, man. What's I mean, so just bad like, about it? well, if you just can't feel the D-pad and you're playing like a Mario game mm -hmm. and you can't feel where the A and B buttons are, you, you can't hit no, the No, 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 I'm talking about using like a third-party controller. Oh, okay. That's yeah, like using like Bluetooth or something like that. I always had some lag issues with, with those, but that was a while ago. That was three or four years ago. They're I'm giving us a new D-pad, right, Lawrence? Uh, maybe. Is this a bit? I mean, it might be like a, so the, I mean, Nintendo has like, what, a patent on the actual plus D-pad, yeah. which is weird. But now they're saying split directional. Oh really? Yeah, that, that, that was that was one thing I saw. I thought you I thought you knew that. I'm sorry. I thought that was a no, good segue for you. I, I, I mean, apologize. Sure, fuck it. No, no, hey, what what is what is the deal with this? The, the deal is that the other rumor is that the NX will have a split directional D-pad. What does that even? What is that? Like mean? a PS4, like the buttons are uniquely divided. Oh, okay. And that was that was it. I'll, I'll go to hell. But it's going to be an X. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only move in diagonals. Yeah. yeah. I get. I'm. Because <clears throat> I'm just sort of tired of waiting for the NX because we've been talking about rumors for yeah. three years now. Well, that's, that's an unfortunate side effect of Well, I mean, we just did a podcast about hype. It's not exclusive to software. You're right. Yeah. That's why, that's, why I like, that's why I like being in the PC ecosystem so much more. It's like a new graphics card's coming out. It'll just... It's better make, than the last yeah, one. It's, yeah. it's better. It's, it's more expensive. It's got more it's better. Yeah, it's got, it's, it's got a pipe that runs around the outside. <laughs> Cool. I, I kind of fell victim to the VR hype because I'm not, man, I got an Oculus. I paid a lot of money for that, and it's not great. It's just not. Yeah, I mean, we have the Vive set up here. It's, it's literally the Vive is better. set up. Yeah, and I have Hardware it set up. wise it's better. I have it set up at my desk, but it's kind of a pain to always set up, and then yeah. the, the tether is sort of limiting. Like, we're, we're so close. Yeah. Right now, it, it, it's sort of like. Um, I just want to sit in a chair and play a VR game. Yeah. They need, yeah. but they need the Lawrences of the world yeah, to, to buy in on it. And then, and then eventually, it'll be the kind of thing where, oh, my parents are coming to visit. I should bring them to the office and have them try VR because they're absolutely never going to try it on their own. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, this is really cool. But then they never buy it. And then well, I don't know where that cycle goes. Maybe, well, sort of maybe we'll see some weed. cool stuff in Seattle. <laughs> I, I also. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was gonna say I also want to be sitting in a chair playing VR. I don't want to be moving. I want to be as lazy as possible. The new like game abduction from the Mist yeah. team. I think it's Scion, maybe. Yeah. Uh, there is like a VR option. You're basically like just moving 
moving, like you move like little quadranted like yeah. spaces. But I could, it, it felt, I did that for a controller with a controller briefly, and it felt super annoying um, until you just go like free roam we're, and open. And I was we're, like, I, we're getting close to like haptic feedback gloves or something like that. And then, I mean, to get a few steps further, when we get to a point where you can just like inject a little nano machine into your body, and then like your finger, your, the haptic feedback will be in your hands. Close through like, you. Yeah, I mean we're we're getting there. I'm we'll get shove a needle into my spine and get away out of get out of this it, world forever. I, there there are these like weird moments where I will just kind of stop and think. I'm like, okay, read a news story about how they're trying to get a submarine on Europa or a, I'm sorry, Titan, which is a uh, was it Jupiter's moon. moon? Yeah, and I'm like, that's fucking rad. Uh, we have electric cars and they're being built, being mass produced by robots. Uh, we're talking about virtual reality not as like a in theory, but as an actual thing. And I'm like, this is really cool. Like it, yeah. it is kind of weird to be like living in the future, but then it makes me sad that I'm not gonna be able to see it all. I yeah. think about that a lot. About but, then, but then maybe we might be, are, you are in it. I was gonna say, but it might be like that moment where you live just long enough where they're like, and we can put your head in a jar. And you're like, yes. Think about, think yeah. about people that it. died in like 1988. I know, yeah, I think about all this stuff sucks. all the time. I think about like, like died they're the bringing internet. back Twin Peaks. What if you die like right before, oh, I think about this a lot. Well, I, I think mean, about this a lot. There's always gonna be something you're gonna miss out on. Yeah, yeah there's sure. gonna be a lot. More than just something. Yeah. I hope that, I really hope that in our lifetime they make perverse, they fi fix death, but it's in a grotesque way. So I can just be some kind of <laughs> disgusting Dorian Gray who's just sitting on the internet. I guess it's sort of the, the lesson <clears throat> from that film Midnight in Paris. It's like, just learn to appreciate your time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I she guess the thing is. just got a trophy. Oh, good for them. She should relax. She's that's, tired. Yeah. That's what uh, boobs do, by the way. Stand straight up. Yeah. It was like, uh, we were actually we were having this talk over the weekend. But we were talking about uh, like climate change and all these sort of things of like the the human footprint or what are you the ecological, ecological footprint. footprint that we've created and all these things. And it's like I do see it as a negative, but then at the same time, you need the negative before you get to the positive. And like right now, we're living in the hmm. shit and we're living like in a lot of the bad stuff. But I have to believe that it's gonna get better at some I point. I don't know about that. Living in the bad stuff. Bad stuff are like the plague wiping out a third of the human population. But it got better, right? Yeah, hey, I'm just saying that's bad stuff. We're not in bad stuff now. This is pretty uh, good. Well, a, a light recession in the United States. Oh, I'm talking about like global, Greece, global yeah, change, like water levels rising yeah. and people dying and things like that. But with the idea of like, okay, we're really reliable on fossil fuels right now. Uh, so renewable energy, right? Like that's where we want to go. And like that, that will become a thing and it is becoming a thing. I mean, like here's- Solar panels is a thing. We're in the best position because we're getting to reap some of these technological benefits, but none of that stuff is going to kill us. I, Most likely, we're not going to drown because the ice cap. Oh yeah, melted. no, we're fine. We don't need to live in water world. Like, we don't yeah. need to worry about that. It's the, it's like two generations from now that right. are going to be like those bastards. Those fuckers, I, yeah. I mean, not that we, I think that our generation is doing a fair amount to try and change those things Are we and work. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you can have two, maybe. I guess you can be one of two mindsets. You can be the guy who's saying, it's not gonna be my problem in 80 years, or I should probably leave a better future for the people who are gonna take over for me. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. don't know a single young person who bought an H2, but when I was a teenager in high school, all the parents of all the kids that's in the my Hummer, neighborhood, right? yeah, were yeah. buying H2s and H3s. Yeah. I mean, and I, I was like, that's stupid. I hope that you're right, Adam, that like eventually, we develop the technology that we can reverse our own current like global situation, and that and that future generations look back at us and see that we are in the shit times because like they've got they're teleporting and they've got just like they're they're turning ocean ocean water into fresh water and robot just, arms and fish heads uh, and they've got haptic gloves robot and they're fish. sitting <laughs> in their VR. And they're poking poking all kinds of women and men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and dogs <laughs> and space people. Yeah. And embryos. I just, I just like all the, poking around the table. I like the fact that it's becoming less sci-fi and just becoming yeah. Fi. Just fi. Fiction. And and sci-r. At least and I were thinking because we have to go to Canada uh, in October. The future. Yeah, where the future is. Um, and, Sorry. And she was like, so because we're both Project Fi, and we're like, oh, so we don't have to do anything about our cell phones. Right. Just gonna work over there. Yeah, I used to be a bitch. Also. These are the small things that like make the future. Bright. I, I was. It's the 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 it's best thing about the last thing because we're was, out of time. Oh, I'm sorry. I will say the best thing about technology is when you know when you don't notice that it's working. That's mm -hmm. like, it's funny that we do we're doing that right now. We're like, like oh, it's so cool that my phone just works. You're like, yes, this is where it all should be. Don't have to reboot it every six hours. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We got the post show coming up. Um, that is a first only piece of content. 
Wait, you all right? Are you bleeding? What the fuck? That's a very wet drip. He's bleeding. <clears throat> I think that, well, whatever. It's not blood. It's, well, anyway, I got wet. Times. I don't know how. Uh, but it's the first and only piece of content, uh, Rooster Teeth first. We, uh, we look at a lot of fan art, we talk about comments, basically we keep talking about stuff, but if you're interested in that stuff, maybe getting to know the Funhouse community a little better, look into it. Um, and yeah, as far as this podcast goes, want to thank you for listening. This is a lot of fun, we enjoy doing it. Uh, if you liked it, and you want to you wanna spread it around, please do. Maybe give us a little rating on iTunes or something like that, recommend it to a friend. Um, certainly one who would, you know, enjoy it. Don't just throw it out to everybody, but... Give us a little poke. Yeah, give yeah. a little poke. Poke us. <laughs> like in your little side mouth down like there that's it. dripping yeah, water. weird. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. That's a good bathing suit. Not that one, the other one. All right. The well, devil one. Thanks again. Please come back next week. Please, please, please. She's like uh, the we have one such a good character time, so. that has smaller breasts than all the others. <laughs> Stupid. Kick her off the island. It's like that they put her in there for the novelty of it. <laughs> anyway, we'll do the post show. We'll be back in about five minutes. So thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you soon. I want to go to a beach.